Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dos Pequeños. A funnier look at the paranormal. Dear co-ghosts, Eric Carter-Landin. And Alex. La, 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 la. Hi, yeah. Alex. Hi, Eric. What are you doing, buddy? Just sitting in the studio. Yeet, yeet, yeet. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, what's up with you, man? What's going on? What's new? What's happening? Not much. Not yeah, much. You know. Just stuffing things? Stuffing things. <laughs> things and stuff. You've been busy. I've been fucking slammed, bro. Like, I'm just going a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um, starting a tour. World tour, right? Mm, maybe. One day. Yeah. Start in New Mexico and see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but after the success of the Colorado tour, I was like, hey, I could fucking do this and like take my shit on the road and we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping to sell out at least one show. I have three planned. Nice. So I've got March 25th at the Rio Bravo Brewing Company upstairs in the Barrel Room, which is a really cool fucking spot. Uh-huh. And then uh, April 13th, Wednesday, April 13th, I think it is. It's going to be at the Bernalillo Bosque Brewing. At 7 p.m. and then April 27th, uh, Wednesday night in Las Cruces at the Tap Room for Bosque Brewing. Uh, that should be another fun one. And then I've got CrimeCon right after that, April 29th through May 1st. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So busy. And then we have the DS tour to the um, the Whitmore up in Colorado, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I didn't know about that. Oh, no. Okay. Nobody told me about it, but I'll go. Yeah, I didn't. I just popped in my head. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, dude. And let's also, the Overlook. I was going to tell you too, True Crime Podcast Festival now opened up to paranormal shows. <clears throat> and of course, Dos Pequenos is mentioned because I'm there. But like I was going to say, if you wanted to go, you could come too. Let's go. All right. Cool. So we talked about all that. Uh, thank you to our patrons for supporting us and for helping us to keep the lights on in this place if you want to support the show go to patreon.com slash or ko-fi.com slash if you want to meet us come to the true crime podcast festival breaking news alex will be there with me yeah i'll be there ooh, ooh, ooh. so alex anything else you want to add before we jump into this amazing episode uh no i would think i think we're good did we okay. cover all bases i think so okay okay do you want to guess what i'm going to be talking about i'll try okay go ahead <laughs> <laughs> just anything wild guess is it is it a haunting is it ghost involved mm, no okay is it uh alien involved ish ish is it a cryptid no okay so alien ish man i just don't know wow you're really bad at this game well you haven't given me anything <laughs> okay bro. you want a hint yeah all right here you go it happened in florida oh shit <laughs> well then <laughs> nearly 50 years ago 50 years ago in Florida. So that's in the 70s. Um, Swamp Ape? (laughs) What the fuck? Swamp Ape. Is that a thing? It's their version of Sam Squanch. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. But he's like wet. Yeah, he stinks really. No, Skunk Ape. Skunk Skunk Ape. ape. I'm Um, sure there's a fucking Swamp Ape too. All right, here's another hint. It's a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy in Florida 50 years ago. 
oh my gosh, that orange juice really wasn't good for you this whole time. <laughs> the whole time. And it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to, to the, top. the top. Joe Biden's involved, obviously. Okay. Clearly. There's a pizza parlor for some reason that's involved in it. Ooh, the reptilian? Yep. Is this where the reptilian yep. shit yep. comes from? Yep. All right. No, you are super wrong. You're really bad at the game. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about it because this is really painful for me to watch. Let me just tell you all about it. In 1974, parents Jerry and Antoine Betts and their son Terry were walking in the woods <laughs> Barry around. And Terry and what? Jerry, Antoine, and Terry. Okay. Terry's the oldest son. They're walking around in the woods on their property around or close to Jacksonville, which is on Fort George's Island. Okay, I've been to Jacksonville. The property had burned, so they were kind of like walking through, trying to see what they could salvage, what you know, what was left of that island that they had their home on or whatever. Anyway, they're walking around, and Terry found something really strange that would lead to way more than anyone could have ever imagined. He found a silver-colored metal sphere that was about the size of a bowling ball. Huh. Eventually, it would be measured, and it was just under 8 inches in diameter and weighed about 22 pounds. So it's like a cannonball? It's heavier than a bowling ball. Terry, who was 21 at the time, thought it was a cool ball. Right. You know, like, this is pretty cool. Most kids it's would. It's the 70s. Well, he's 21, so. Well, still a kid in my eyes. Kiddish. And he decided to take it home, which is, you know, what you want to do when you find weird things yeah. in the woods, right? Does this sound familiar to you yet? Absolutely not. Hell yes. I no. picked something that you've never heard of. This <laughs> I, is fucking amazing. I have not heard of this. I think by now, if you had heard of it, you would know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. right? No, I have, I have no idea. It sound, did he find a cannonball? So everyone was talking about it like it must be a cannonball or something similar. They felt that it could have been a <clears throat> Spanish colonizer ship cannonball. Right. But there was no rust. There were no signs of it being old. And it was shiny. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And then one day, Terry's like chilling at home, decides to play some like sick jams on his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Wonderwall. 74, <laughs> so they're pretty groovy, I bet. Yeah. yeah. According to the family, the sphere was like, fuck yeah, and started humming. <laughs> Wait, the sphere did? Yeah, it was humming like certain chords back to them. Whoa. And everyone was like, holy shit, this sphere slaps. Oh, fuck. Right? It's a banger. <laughs> And as any good scientist would, Terry <laughs> decided to start experimenting on the sphere. Mm. So he said, I know. Let me try seeing if this little ball can dance. And he placed it on the ground and gave it a little push. Like, get out there, little sphere. You go and cut a rug. <laughs> right? Give it a little more confidence. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can do it. Don't I be so nervous, little yeah, ball. Don't be a wallflower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, according to the family, the sphere rolled away from Terry, stopped, rolled in another direction, stopped, and then rolled back to Terry. And according to people... So, like a triangle form. Kind of, yeah. And according to everyone in the family, anybody who did this, it would always roll back to the person who rolled it to them. Or who rolled it. Okay. In the first place. Sounds like a cool toy. Mm Mm-hmm. They also claimed that if they put it on a tabletop and did the same thing, it would go to the very edge of the table, not fall off, but stop, and then go back to the other edge and stop again. Huh. Hmm. What are you thinking? (laughs) Well, I'm trying to, you know, my science brain is trying to figure out why or how that would happen. 
like if there's some kind of gyroscope on the inside of it or something that was able to. So that's what Jerry was thinking that maybe there was a gyroscope yeah, on the inside yeah. that. Who? Jerry, the mom. Oh, okay. Terry's okay. mom. Yeah. Are you here? Are you with me? Yeah, no, I already <laughs> forgotten their names. <laughs> All right, so Barry, Larry, and Mary. So Jerry did think that that was possible that there was a gyroscope inside of it, right? You know, to help it stabilize itself or something, right? I don't know, but they really believe that this was some sort of technological marvel, and it's basically the future that nobody asked for, right? Like. They're like, can we get flying cars? And the universe is like, best I can do is a humming ball that can roll around after it's pushed. Yeah, right. <laughs> so future. <laughs> the Betts family also claimed that the sphere emitted a high-pitched sound, which totally fucked with their dogs. Weird. I can't help but be like, what do you even do here, ball? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> what is your purpose here? Yeah. So if all of this is true, then what the fuck, right? It seems like the most useless thing that I've ever heard of. It hums, it rolls around, and pisses off dogs. Great. Yeah, super. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for visiting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go put you back in the in the swamp. Yeah, exactly. Where you belong, you stupid bitch. Uh, here's a quote from Terry, who's the son of Antoine and Jerry Betts. No, sorry. This is a quote from the paper about Terry. Okay. Terry was playing guitar and found that the sphere reacted to the sound of the guitar and made a throbbing noise, which scared the family dog. <laughs> Things took an even odder turn when they were sitting on the floor and rolling the sphere toward one another. When it was sent in one direction, it would change direction midway and head back to the person who rolled it in the first place. End quote. Jerry Betts, Terry's mom, was quoted in the St. Petersburg Times saying, quote, She began to whimper and cover her ears with her paws. Something I've never seen her do before. Weird. Jerry told the Jacksonville Journal, quote, it rolled a ways, then stopped. So what, she said. Just wait a minute. It turned by itself and rolled right by a, right about four feet. It stopped. And then it turned again and rolled to the left about eight feet, made a big arc and came right back to my feet. End quote. That's so weird. I'm, try, I'm still trying to wrap my brain about what would do this or why. Right. It's interesting. It gets interesting. You're going to love this episode. It's like the I boomerang think. ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, as most people who find strange alien objects, just like them, the Betts family started to get interest from journalists, scientists, and generally nosy-ass people knocking on their door. There was a paranormal radio show in Jacksonville area at the time uh, with a host named Ron Kivett. He was the first known person other than the family to inspect the sphere. He validated the claims made by the family that the ball moved on its own and did some weird-ass shit. He thought for sure that the sphere was... Is yeah. that a direct quote? <laughs> uh, pretty much. I mean, it's pretty close. Okay. He thought for sure the sphere was definitely alien technology. Definitely. Like 100% has yeah, to be, they, right? It just has to be. <laughs> Again, these must be really shitty aliens with really shitty technology. Maybe the 70s were just bad for everyone, you know? Just like even for the aliens, it was bad time. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Could I mean, be. But I think so. Could be. Soon the local papers were interviewing Jerry Betts, who became the official family spokesperson. And it's important to remember that during this time of the 70s, UFO fever was like yeah, blowing up. It was huge. Everything was a fucking alien. Everything. All the time. 100%. Yeah. Everything is alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone was getting abducted and being probed, as well as finding proof of aliens' existence. Tons of proof. Lots there, of proof everywhere. We, we don't even find proof now. It was <laughs> all found in the 70s. Yeah, that, now there's no more proof to find. That's right. Right. And once the local paper started publishing the story, national and international news sources were chomping at the bit to learn more about this mysterious sphere. This then caused the U.S. Navy to pay attention to what was happening in Florida. 
They signed a contract that Jerry wrote up, which allowed the Navy to run tests on the object. But the Navy was only given two weeks. Hmm. And Jerry said, after two weeks, it doesn't matter. Your property, alien property. It's yours. It's ours. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, and the Navy made good on that. They were actually pretty chill about it. They x-rayed and studied the object, and they basically said the ball was made on Earth. Huh. And the reason that it moved on its own was because there was a, a chip in the steel. Like, a piece of it had been chipped out that was in the shape of a triangle. See, and that's what I was trying to figure out. If, if they were, like, doing this whole ball rolling experiment, like outdoors was it indoors on flat floors um okay you're yep you're good thoughts. ahead of you good good thoughts <laughs> okay. good thoughts you're okay. you're definitely there all right so can anyone say illuminati there's a triangle shaped uh, uh, chip in this oh that's true right because the navy were basically behaving like illuminati lizard people and of course <laughs> the best family was like bitch you don't know what you're talking about navy and the navy was like oh no you didn't and then, the Navy. <laughs> and then they had a dance battle. Oh, wait, that was Save the Last Dance. Oh. Whatever happened to Julia Stiles anyway? What did happen to her? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Back to the story. Here's what the St. Petersburg Times said about it on April 15th, 1974. <laughs> the Navy says a mystery sphere found by the Antoine Betts family is only a stainless steel ball made somewhere on Earth. But the object's discoverers won't give up the notion that it's from outer space. Maybe we've just become overattached to it, but the ball is odd, and even the Navy called it a Mexican jumping beam. <laughs> Mrs. Betts said Sunday. <laughs> Who could say what's on another planet? Every, even speculations have been proven wrong. The Navy says what it isn't. They say it isn't an explosive, so we will want to know what it is. Mrs. Betts said that she is sending it by jet today to Dr. <laughs> J. Allen Hynek, an astronomer and UFO expert at Northwestern University in Illinois. Mrs. Betts said an expert from Omega... Minus one, a research firm based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, examined the sphere for about six hours. <laughs> he found radio waves coming from it and a magnetic field around it. Hmm. All right. So that's just a little clip from the newspaper. Okay. And the Navy came out and told St. Petersburg Times that they didn't have an x-ray powerful enough to penetrate the steel ball, and they were unable to see inside of it. Hmm. Not satisfied with the Navy's official story, the Betts family started looking for other experts to help validate their claims, which where that guy from Baton Rouge came in. And he's like, cool, I'll check it out. Said that it had radio waves, had magnetic field around it, and two magnetic poles, which mm. I don't know if that's ever been validated. Right. <laughs> then, this is the best part. This is my favorite part of this. The National Enquirer put together a team oh. of actual scientists, like real scientists, uh, which is totally fucking bonkers if you think about it. Like That they would? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Among the panel was a ufologist named Alan Hynek, the one that was mentioned in the article before. And he was like, bro, this is from Earth. Even he was. Yeah. Okay. okay. So imagine you go to a ufologist <clears throat> and even he's like, nah, this shit nah. ain't even alien. Like, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I've seen a lot of proof and I can tell that this, <laughs> this is, is not alien. It. This is not it. <laughs> um, I want to play a clip for you now. Okay. I have no knowledge of how the sphere itself happened to be in the place where I found it. Um. <clears throat> As I've stated previously, when I found it, it was on top of the ground. It was not embedded. Um, I saw no charred marks, no, you know, no big indentations in the ground. In fact, it looks as if, as if someone had taken it and set it in the spot. But uh, as to how it got there, I nor anyone else I know has any knowledge of this. All right, so that was Terry talking about uh, finding the sphere. 
Okay, so and that was actually at the National Enquirer press conference, and they have like the sphere on the stand that says National Enquirer on it, <laughs> and there's like five scientists there sitting next to the trying dude. to be very official. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. So despite everyone except for the one dude telling them that they had an Earth-made steel ball, the Betts family stood by their claim that what they had was extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial. <laughs> An extra steel testicle. Oh, that should be the name of the episode. Extra steel testicle. Extra steel testicle. Yeah. <laughs> then I have to leave Giant, all this in Giant there. lizard testicle. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so they stood by their claim that what they had was an extra alien testicle. I mean, extraterrestrial. They were just like, <laughs> they were just like, fuck y'all. We know what we got. But it also seemed that the Betts family was tired of all the press being in front of their home, the constant phone calls all hours of the night, as well as interview requests which all proved to be too much for them. Were they really that popular? <laughs> yeah, it blew okay. up. It was like a, it was a big, big deal. fucking deal. It was a big deal. So they slipped out of the spotlight and the mysterious alien testicle, I mean, uh, <laughs> steel ball was never seen again. Okay, so this is the part you're going to like. Okay. So Skeptoid.com reported that a woman named Lottie Robinson saw the sphere in the paper and recognized it immediately. She claimed it was the exact same size as a ball check valve used in pipes in the St. Regis Company paper mill. The size and shape were a little bit different, but the appearance was the same. The news quoted Robert Edwards, who was the president of an equipment supply company in Jacksonville. He measured the ball made by Bell and Howell, and it was the same diameter and weight as the Betts family ball. He said, I'm not saying that this thing didn't come from outer space because I've never seen it. All I'm saying is that the physical description of it matches exactly the type of ball that we have in stock. Mm. How would he get how would he get way out there in the woods? Trash dump. <laughs> Maybe. So Skeptoid Skeptoid goes on to talk about how the Navy correctly identified the alloy used to make the ball, which is stainless steel four thirty one. Okay. Skeptoid quoted the supplier of stainless steel 431 on their website saying, quote, 431 has been successfully used in a variety of aircraft and general industrial applications, including fasteners, bolts, valve components, mm. and chemical equipment. Okay. But this is exactly what you'd expect to hear from a website called Skeptoid.com. <laughs> like I always say, if you want to know the truth, follow the money. This is clearly a conspiracy of the mainstream internet to try to cover up an attempted invasion <laughs> by reptilian overlords from outer space who drink the blood of children and sacrifice humans in their Illuminati devil-worshipping ceremonies. It's obvious. Yeah, Putin leads that, I think. Right. Do your own YouTube research, people. <laughs> I'm not doing all this work so you can take credit for it. No, thank you. Do your research. <laughs> Skeptoid went on to report that the tales of the ball rolling around were not as elaborate as the Betts family first when they first started talking to the media. So they were like, at first they're like, uh, it just kind of rolled back to us. But then it became, oh no, it went over here and then it stopped and then it went right, over here. It went and over then to it the stopped. edge of the table. Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. So the National Enquirer panel decided the house was uneven and that's why the ball moved around on its own. Well, and if it had like a little chip in it, it would it could stop if it rolled onto yeah. that chip. And uh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's what they're saying, which is exactly what you would expect someone in the Illuminati to say. Shit, am I in the am I in the Illuminati? Well, I've had my doubts, but yeah. now, <laughs> now it's confirmed. Now I'm pretty much sure. Pretty much sure. You should have had the X Files music. <laughs> we could. <laughs> I could throw it in there. Believe it or not, there's a New Mexico tie to this story. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and read this to you. It's verbatim from Skeptoid.com. Quote: The Betts story has even has an elegant thread that ties it full circle, which is not something we always find on Skeptoid. 
how the ball came to be on Fort George Island in the first place. After the story broke, a Coca-Cola delivery man saw some similar-looking spheres in a sculpture outside the hotel managed by <laughs> by artist James Derling Jones in Taos, New Mexico. Huh. He called Derling Jones' attention to the newspaper stories about the vet's sphere, and soon reporters were calling him to ask about his 8-inch steel, stainless steel globes. And it turned out he had several sculptures that used them, including a kinetic sculpture using them as a pendulum. Hmm. Okay. Oh, like it was, that's where the chip came from. So that's where it was Maybe. connected. Maybe it was one of his. So he made a run a few years back in his Volkswagen bus because, of course, he has a Volkswagen bus. Of course. Collecting scrap metal for his sculptures, a friend had supplied him with a number of balls, <laughs> hot, from large industrial ball check valves at his company in two sizes. Eight-inch balls weighing 22 pounds and 10-inch balls weighing 70 pounds. Mm. And don't I know about 70-pound balls? <laughs> That's why your back is so strong. My neck. My back. <laughs> Having no room left inside the Volkswagen, Derling Jones put the balls on a luggage rack on top. He drove through the Jacksonville area around Easter of 1971, at which time a few of the balls rolled off his luggage rack and were lost. <laughs> and there it sat for three years until the Betts family happened along. Do you have any pictures of it? Mm -hmm. Do you? Yeah, we'll put them on, on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Derling Jones even explained the rattle noted by Hynek. Quote, the rattle comes from trying to patch the sphere. Oh, yeah. Somebody said that like it rattled if you shook it. The company drills the spheres and rewelds them before machining them again. Sometimes some of the milling or drilling chips drop inside. End uh, quote. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember those little like uh, meditation <laughs> balls? Oh, yeah. Like the metal the ones that chime and shit like that. Ones, you know yeah. what I mean? It reminds me of that except for yeah. much larger. Oh, huh. That makes sense. I mean, this was like kind of a silly episode because I don't really believe that this was anything alien. No, but it does go into the idea of like how people can just jump to conclusions so yeah. quickly and just be like, well, this is what it is. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it is a conspiracy theory because people on the internet still believe that this was an alien object. Oh, I'm sure. Right. They're, they're like, oh, I don't believe the cover up. I don't care what the National Enquirer says. <laughs> oh, they're experts and doctors. That just sounds so wrong. I know, right? They're really... the same people that came up with like Bat Boy and all that crazy shit. Exactly. Sam Squanch has been located in New Jersey. The Mexican Wolf At kids the Walmart. And the Elvis sightings everywhere. Right. Yeah, I just don't get it. But clearly, for some reason, the National Enquirer was the voice of reason. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Even among, like, international press. Like, it's just crazy. Uh, so, yeah, that is the story. This was a short episode. So, that was the story of the mysterious, the Betts Mysterious Sphere. There are people, of course, who believe that this is a cover-up by the Navy, as well as others, to hide the fact that aliens have definitely made contact with Definitely. Earth. But when you have ufologists saying it's human-made. Yeah. Mm. See, that's the funny part, too, is all these experts, even they were like, no. Even the quasi-experts. Yeah, even, yeah <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and just like, they looked at it for not very long no. and said, no. It's no. Just, no. And, I mean, why wouldn't something have a magnetic field like that, potentially? You know, you can get magnetic. I don't even know if I believe that, though. Like, I don't know that I believe that. It had radio frequencies and like I well, that that's kind of hard to believe. Right, yeah. I don't see how it'd be emitting any type of 
And also nobody confirmed what that one guy said about it. like the magnetic field and the rate that was never confirmed by anybody else. He's the only one that said that. So right, right. I'm not inclined to believe him. If the Navy was like, yeah, no, it is. There is a radio signal. Then I would, okay, maybe I would believe it. Right. And you know, <laughs> if this would have happened now, it would have been even more believable for people because they'll believe fucking anything. Oh, nowadays. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, are you fucking high? <laughs> Jesus. So Alex, I'm dying to hear your thoughts on this paranormal event in air quotes <laughs> i don't yeah you know when the national Enquirer says something i listen and <laughs> <laughs> as you should <laughs> hard-hitting investigative journalism is yeah what they do yeah i was wondering if they like were actually were like a reputable like company in the until they started seeing that oh these bullshit stories sell more papers mm. so let's kind of get into the more bullshit entertainment view rather than actually being a reputable you know company maybe nah <laughs> no i feel like they've always been a supermarket tabloid yeah situation uh, them in the sun or something right and then the, the oh, the daily sun and then um there was another one that was like not as popular. Yeah, some bullshit world. Yeah, I don't world magazine, world news or world something. News yeah, yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't believe it? You don't think it's real? No, no, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> you think the ball check valve is probably the more likely? I could see that, like a very large ball bearing style mm -hmm. thing, you know, um, for the very large equipment. I wouldn't say I wouldn't know what it was used for exactly, but. Um, that's what would make most sense to me. And it is Florida, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I thought instantly like a, um, cannibal. Yeah. God, no, I don't believe it in it at all. <laughs> I... All right. So here is a picture. Let's see it. Oops. Oh, uh, it's, yeah, it's a ball. Yeah. There's the, there's, oh, there's the, the kid young, with younger it. kid, the younger son. Yeah. Why would that be UFO? I don't know. I just, it totally looks manufactured. Oh, there's uh, there's good old Terry and Jerry <laughs> holding their big ball, <laughs> touching the ball. Look how serious they are, too, man. They're like, "This is our paycheck." Bro. There's an Illuminati, of course. There. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I listened to the first episode of a podcast called Oddball, which is by I believe the Jacksonville Times or something like that. Okay, um, and it's a five part series about this whole story, which is kind of cool to hear because you hear from like some of the people that were involved in it. And there's some live audio, like some actual audio from the whole thing. It's a pretty good. Where show. is the ball now? Nobody knows. No, nobody knows. And it's disappeared. So after they like left the spotlight, they didn't bring the ball back out. Then, you know, they just kind of hid away and they were so embarrassed, I guess, or annoyed with everybody that they decided they weren't going to. Right. They weren't embarrassed. <laughs> right. <laughs> They were just like, well, fuck y'all then. No one believes us. We're out. Well, and Jerry was saying that they would take my big ball and bounce. They would get calls all night long. Yeah, that'd be annoying. Tell and, me about the ball. And <laughs> this is the 70s, right? So you didn't have voicemail. Right, right. You'd have to actually unplug your phone. Yeah, just to, stop to it not from get ringing. the calls. Yeah. And that would be very annoying. Yeah. And then she said people would show up at the house all the time. You couldn't put the, those phones on silent back in the day. No, there was no caller no. ID to know who you had to answer if you wanted to know who it was. That was really living, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> living on the edge. There's Jerry. Okay. Yeah, the there's phone. the phone saying, stop calling us. <laughs> there's the Betts family. Look Some at that kid in the background. He's creepy. Whoa. <laughs> He's intense, huh? So that's it. Okay. Interesting story. I thought it was cool. I mean, just how 
so easily people can just be like, well, this is what it is. Right. I don't recognize it. It must be alien. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of, you know, thinking a little bit more rationally and logically. I just love that it's become like a modern day conspiracy now for like people that believe in aliens. Has it come back? Is it like... It's still a thing. People are still talking about it. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of this story. (laughs) I never have. That's a good one. It's a good story. It's a crazy story. Uh, It's a short story. Right. Right. Uh, sorry that the episode is a little bit short today, but Where are we at? we're at 30 minutes. Oh, okay. So it'll be like 20 something bad. minutes. Yeah. Uh, but we do love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to us. Blab. Like, subscribe, fucking rate us. You can rate on Spotify. You can rate on Apple Music. Apple, Mu- Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We got a 4.9 right there right now. So I don't know who the person was that gave us four. Fuck but. you. <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to the show, you know we only accept five-star reviews. <laughs> Duh. Nothing less. And just get the fuck we're, out of here just, with that bullshit. We're, we're bringing you nothing but five-star material. Five-star Illuminati lizard people material. Yeah, and they're big balls. Big balls. Um, yeah, so go to patreon.com slash dosbuquenios, ko-fi.com slash dosbuquenios, follow us on social media at dosbuquenios, and stay spooky. Peace! Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.